something unpredictable But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life Hey everybody, welcome to Prithvi's podcast where the intro needs to be cut short So we're at the one minute mark already and I just realized that no one gives a shit So let's move forward so France won the World Cup, which was uh, interesting because France and the entire World Cup led up to a series of events which were pretty good for me. Got to, you know, hung out with a few, hung out with a close friend, did a show. It was nice, you know. Like when... The World Cup creates such an atmospheric buzz all over the globe that people are just like you know bound to do something. I mean that it just it's 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 really cool to see a sport like you know do that globally, and especially in Russia, you know the clubs and the bars and everything must be filled. Like the streets must be empty and the houses and everything it must be packed, and it's gonna happen in Doha. I'm excited for that because it's happening pretty close by. That's something I can actually visit. Actually, I don't need a visa to go there. Thanks to progress in the Qatar government. Doha is in Qatar. At least we learned something about geography. I used to hate my geography teacher. Just like, I'm not going to take her name, but um, let's say it was very close with Seema. <laughs> but whatever you know, there are a few possibilities. But oh God, dude! Every time I every time I raise my hands up, she's gonna be like, "I knew Prithvi, you were going to ask a question." I'm like, "Oh, then why do you say confusing shit?" This is your flaw. This is basically your flaw, literally. If you knew I was gonna ask a question, just don't say shit like that then. You know, I remember once we were talking about, um, I don't know, volcanoes and pastures and shit like that. And suddenly we talked about Gurudwara. And then the topic drifted from she having the best dal cooked in a pool somewhere, you know, like a natural hot pool. And people swim around in that and it heals your back pain because it has so much sulfur in it. And my question was that, uh, is this related to any of this which is going to come in the exam? And she's like, no. And then I'm like, why are you making us take notes? You know, this is bullshit. And she didn't like that one bit. You know, from with my art teacher. You know, art teachers are always supposed to be cool, I thought. Because they teach art. Like, you know. You gotta be, like, at least somewhat cool to understand art in in a way you know because now you can see a depth of it and you can still be you can still be the observer of the depth you know you can understand someone else's you know what i'm saying you can be an observer which is cool in some ways not gonna justify why people who like art are cool i mean it just like falls into that he's so artistic he's so poetic i don't think poem poetic people are cute or uh cool I don't know why cute came out. I don't know. I wasn't thinking about poetic. Poetic people are cute, though. Yeah. So, but they're... Some of them are cool. I'm whom I to judge. 
But um, I forgot the point. But it's okay. Because we have tons of other topics. Like staying up. And not getting enough sleep. Because it's improvisational Wednesdays. I could actually be sued for doing that. But you know what? Not a lot of listeners to this podcast. So it's okay, Walt Disney. Marvel Avengers. You know, I can say shit like that. Coca-Cola is not that good. Mountain Dew tastes like piss. What are you going to do? Sue me? That's only going to do good. Good. Sue me. You're going to sue me for like $500 million. I'm going to be like, can I just work for you? And you know, for exposure. It's okay. I'll pay off the salary as debt. Man, I've been thinking about staying in the U.S. would be really cool. And I was just thinking about this since the past 18 years, maybe. Not not 18 years. Like, it wasn't like I was born and I was like, oh, where is the U.S. of A., you know? Like, at least since I was, like, 12, maybe, you know? I've always sort of been fascinated with the U.S. because I've so watched... How I Met Your Mother and The Office and The Big Bang Theory. So I, I, I kind of I kinda felt like I knew U.S. in a way. But then movies like Spotlight came out and then I was like, oh, maybe not so much, you know. I don't want to go to Boston. I thought Boston was cool because, you know, Mark Wahlberg's from Boston. Thought that dude was cool. Did not know he was tough because he was like, you know, probably molested. I don't know. I can't. Who's going to listen to this? Who's going to listen to this? So it's okay. Jesus, that dude from Transformer. Yeah, he went to some transformation. Right about the age of eight. You know, Mark, you just started getting pissed with everybody. <laughs> One Friday night, he came back from church. You know, slammed the door a little bit too hard. People are like, it's transformed. And you know, there it is. There was a role born and the entourage was there. I wonder if the entourage met at the church, you know, because that would make so much sense. Oh man, the entourage was a cool TV show. It was like, I used to watch that and be like, oh, I wish I was a celebrity. And, you know, then I watched MasterChef and I was like, oh, I wish I wasn't a chef. Like, what the fuck, dude? I'm not going to cook for people and then have them judge, like, right at the, you know, I'm not going to, like, go through an entire process just like impress people but I guess cooking is passion somehow it's like art you know for some people and yeah man I think the food over there is like delicious but like honestly this is food that I would never order you know a little bit maybe some of it but not always you know when they cook outside like when they cook for 200 people like I would have that because they have like a burger or like fried chicken that's nice But, you know, when, like, back in the kitchen, they're, like, you know, soft cottage cheese with rosemary duck sauce and pint covered with garlic. I'm like, I'm not fucking having that. Why would, why, no, I'm not, no, I don't want, like, all of that. Just give me something to eat, you know, like a burger. For me, like, I would never, for, like, I don't know, it's maybe a point of maturity or maybe, like, where, like, you know, being 19, I prefer a burger over a fine dine and experience any time. 
Like rather have a burger in my car than be in a restaurant and like you know, eat. I don't know. I don't know. Like I just find I just like complicate things so much. Like I don't know. You just like uh, because when I'm eating, all I'm thinking of is built by white people. White people. Like there's too much white privilege. In some way, I don't know. Call me postmodernist. I don't disagree. But yeah, I mean, since I'm in college and I'm studying so much about postmodernism and, you know, and I'm following Jordan Peterson and the free speech movement and stuff like that. So I'm really like digging deep into corners, which I've never done before. Like somehow like this episode, like this episode was supposed to have a guest, but I was like, I haven't figured this podcast out yet. I haven't connected with any of the viewers yet. So I need to take some more time to figure it out. Like I wouldn't just like, you know, take a friend and dive into a pool and not know how like you know without knowing how deep it is like that's not the kind of person i am i wouldn't do that shit but there are people who do that you know to you yes when you go like you know when like whenever you have to go out with your family to like their friends houses and you always hesitate there's always a hesitation to go to your parents friends because you're like i i'm not friends with my parents really and if you grow up in an Indian household, you know what I'm talking about. You do not grow up being friends with your parents. You just grew up being like colleagues who work together, like, you know. But, um, but uh, fortunately, my family was like full of loving and, you know, they were very caring and stuff like that. Good, good, good experience. But, um... It's alright, you know, it was a good childhood. But like when parents force you to go out, you always hesitate. And they take you. And their friends always want to like, you know, and you're particularly not in a good mood or you don't want to talk about something or your studies or, you know, that's the day you just don't want to be like, talked to. And they put you in the situation, like, you know, they take you to their friend's house and you're like, sit in and socialize with everybody. And they, like, have three brothers. One of the brothers was, like, in the army and then he met a friend and his friend is coming over and his friend was in, like, the movie. And I don't know, what the fuck, just, like, what is everybody doing? How are there so many people? Like, how, how can I not do this? Like, what is this level of socialization? Like, you know, when you go to these, like, small dinner parties, they call it small dinner parties. Like, there are 12 to 18 people over there. Like, according to my views right now, that's good enough to fill the small venue in Navi Mumbai or Mumbai. Like, dude, that's not a small dinner. That's like, oh, okay, that's a dinner. I don't know why you want to call it small. It's for the, like... What the f- Like, exactly. Like, why did you put small dinner over there? Like, 12 people are coming. This is a small dinner. <laughs> it's like, it's not. But, you know, this dinner and everything, I think this does not, it does did not exist, like, almost 150 years ago. Or maybe, like, you know, oh, yeah, like, you know, like, the fine dining, like, the... You sit down and they pull a table and they pull a chair back for you and they put a cloth over your table. Like, I don't think this existed 300, 400 years ago, but maybe my timeline's off. But 
I think it's quite interesting how that's fabricated into time, like what we think, what etiquettes and, you know, royalty is and, you know, eating with a fork and knife. I think this thing's like, this thing's like defined so much. Like, I think I was around four years, no, not four, I was around like nine years old and I was in Dubai and, um, you know, my one of my, one, my, like a colleague of my mom had come to visit us and, you know, and he came from the U.S. and, you know, we went with, we went to dinner with him and uh, it was the first time I saw someone eating with a fork and knife, apart from in the TV or something. So, and, you know, he was like, he was eating and I was like, oh my God, American people are so cool. Like, they don't know about this shit. This is how they behave. USA, number one, you know. Because it's the first time I'd seen someone eat with a fork and knife. And I was just like, you know, just, I, I, like, rather than looking at my food, I was looking at him. Like, you know, how he's eating and what he's cutting and how much proportion he's taking. Because I wanted to emulate that. But I couldn't because I ordered, like, you know, a lantern. A Greek, yeah, I ordered, like, a Greek lantern and uh, rice that's... English for that's hin that's English for I don't know that's Hindi for dal chawal. So I was like, um, how do I? So I just thought like I did not know how to do that. So I was just like, next time I order a steak, buddy, I'm gonna do that. But I never ordered a steak till now. Cause I don't think I'm gonna live up to that experience. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm pretentious. Like I, like I toast bread then I put eggs on it and then I eat that with a fork and knife and I'm like I am classy ah man like so much limitations you just see that when you talk about yourself like this podcast is more of like this podcast like this entire podcast series is something like if I ever join therapy I'm just gonna be like before I come to your you know venue (laughs) just like here's the link and just like go to that and like then we'll talk We'll be all caught up and, you know, it feels more of that. And uh, if it is, like, good for me, you know, and my therapist. But, um, I've been playing FIFA 18 a lot because, you know, I've been... When I see, like, Lukaku score a goal, I want to be Lukaku and score a goal, too, because I can, like, do that. Yay! I see Cavani do score two goals in the semifinals or quarterfinals. I'm not sure, but then I want to be Cavani and score two goals. Like it's cool. Like then I just feel like I kind of get a like one tenth of a feeling what Cavani felt because you know Cavani in the game is feeling like what Cavani actually felt in real life. We're really close to achieving virtual reality, guys. Oh man, I just love that entire. Simulation theory that makes so much sense to me. Jesus, something that finally makes sense in a way. But uh, FIFA 18 is really hard because, like, you know, I bought the game and I didn't buy the game. Let's not lie. I got my someone gifted it to me. Shout out to my brother. So, but. Uh, I played that and I've been playing it and you know I've, I've like I was really hyped up for it and I've been playing it for like four or five months now and now I finally moved to the legendary stage and I can't get the ball. 
like for the first like 30 minutes like of, of the game i'm just like trying to get the ball and i can't it's like you know when you're like a kid playing with like really like people way older to you and you can't get the ball like i just feel like that like i'm like this is not the reason i wanted to buy a game to feel like what i actually feel like when i'm playing football this is too real you're emulating the wrong feeling like, I want to play football, like, if I'm playing a game, I want to play football, like, I would fucking be Ronaldo. And Messi combined, and Ronaldinho and a bit of there. Because these are the three, and Rooney, and these are the four players I know. And I remember. And that's okay, because that qualifies me to be a football fan for the FIFA thing. You know what qualifies you to be a football fan? Literally anything. You like football? Yeah. Because humans have this natural instinct to kick everything in front of them, especially if it's circular and it moves. Like, just think about how the tire, dude. Like, there's this one, like, fucking rock that was, like, you know, almost broken. Some cavemen just, like, twisted it and moved a little bit. Like, oh my god, push this more. And it went, like, around, like, a tire. And everybody's like, this shit is amazing. We should do this more. You know? And the tire came out. Oh, man, collages were such a 2004 thing. Dude, you know what was such a 2011 thing? Slam books. Like, people would get slam books, man. In my classroom, like, you know, in my class... Like, I think 2010 to 12, it was, like, the really awkward period, man. People, like, wanted weird shit back then. Like, Friendship Day. Like, in the Middle East, there was no Friendship Day. Friendship Day, like, 14th... I don't know, some 14th or some 14th or 13th, some of the 11th month. It's one of the 13th of the 11th month. In Middle East, no friendship day. On that day, it's just another hot day. You go to school, and if someone wishes you friendship day, you look at them and be like, you don't have friends, right? Man, it's brutal, dude. I came back, and there are people celebrating friendship day. I go out, like, you know, they tie... uh, like a bracelet type thing on you, like they just type and they like best friend and like shit written on it, like you are my best friend. And I'm reading that and I'm like, oh my god, I'm his best friend, dude. I've never really talked to this person, but okay, if he want, if he's up for it, then I'm up for it. Cause if I believe, cause if he believes in me, I'm gonna believe in him. Cause that's what you do. And I'm all hyped up, and then I see him tie the same bracelet to three other people, and I'm all over there just like, bro, yes, up kya? I thought you are my best friend. But it turns out I can't. I'm not. Why did you lie to me in the first place? I don't know. Then it just like messes with you. And then you know. And the weirdest part is at the end of the day. People compare how many bracelets they got. So that particular day of the school, like, all the schoolboys were, like, on the fifth floor, would suddenly be on the third floor where they'd never go. And, you know, just, like, talking to the other classmates. Hey, how you been? Never talked to you before, but hey. Check out my friend's friendship bands. You know, it's like a little form of, like, you know, a little bit of, like, you know, buying drugs. You know, you talk to somebody, like, yo. The other guy's like, yo. 
and you know what's going on, you know. You know your integrity is on the line. You're not new to this. You know how friendship works. It's about trusting your buddy so that he doesn't fuck up with your reputation. You got to trust your buddy right enough that you can give him enough information, all the information you want, and he won't use that against you. And now when you're talking to the stranger, the only information between you is that you both know what's up with the hierarchy. Because the hierarchy doesn't see age or anything, it just sees people. The hierarchy is not discriminatory like people. The hierarchy exists just for one reason. The hierarchy exists just for one reason. And that reason is... Let's just see who's where. And the dominance kill. Just to see what, like, who's up, who's down. It's like a scorecard, you know. That's what it is. It's a scorecard. It's kind of got to be there for the game. And life itself is a game... People say life is a beach, but I'm like, no, it's more like a beach, you know, where you can walk on. And there's the sea and the ocean. That's a good beach. You know, like long beach. I was about to say, like, I just thought about Long Island iced tea. I remember, like, I had two of those and I was just, like, lost on a beach somewhere. Not lost, not particularly lost. I was just trying to look at the moon and, you know, someone was trying to scare me. Like, oh, dude, I see someone coming under the water. And I was like, I don't see shit. But, you know, you don't see shit when you're drunk. That's one of the advantages or disadvantages of being drunk. Advantages if you're trying to see someone. Disadvantages if someone is telling you there is someone coming out of the water. So, you know, pick your battle or your blessing. Choose your poison. That's what I've been reading a lot. Not like, you know, yeah, that's what I've been hearing a lot. Choose your poison. Pick your poison. And all the people that say these phrases have been talking about, you know, how good the human race is. You know, people don't see the potential in the human races. You got to get up every day and, you know, pick your poison. Wait, what? You came up with this great analogy and you named the work and everything poison? Yeah, because it is. It, you know, it wears you down. And you're like, oh, okay, you do have a good point. And then you just realize that it's okay because suffering is just... It's just the what it is, dude. How can I define it? I don't know. I've been just 19. Can't even vote. Like, I can vote, but, you know, I don't want to vote because... I want to vote. I'm going to vote. All right, that's been it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you in the next podcast.